0: stark witness to the horrors and brutality of World War One, as seen through the eyes of Arturus played by Otto Brankovic, an innocent 16-year-old farm boy turned soldier. Too young to fight, but too old to die. He enlists to serve in the Eastern Front of, with dreams of becoming a hero conscripted into one of Latvia's first national battalions. He soon discovers the grim reality of trench warfare. And I'm going to leave it there because there's so much more to this film. It's called Blizzard of Souls. And we're joined today by the director of this wonderful film, and that would be Syntars Trebix. Hello, great to see you. Nice (laughs) to see you as well. Thank you so much for being here. And I, again, I had uh, this remarkable achievement, um, not only in the the feel of the story, but also in the experience of what it would have been like in some cinematic way of having to live through a, a very brutal and ugly war. Um, tell me a little bit about the origin stories for where did blizzards of souls come from
1: thank you for generous words and uh the, actually it, it comes from book and the uh, book is a very special one because it's written by real riflemen the, that's the guy was sitting in trenches and writing down the details of the war that's why it's so personal and uh, and he, he he when he finished the book uh, uh, it was uh, later after 20 years when when soviet occupation came in latvia it was again forbidden so for 50 years this this book was forbidden till this moment when we finally regained independence were ready to to start this and and, and shoot this blank page of latvian history and actually to give the world also the the story how it is to be young boy in a a war, when the war is happening in your home yard, where it is impossible to escape, when big nations are fighting for something, but all you want to do is you want to live your life, you want to be loved, you want to go through the war, but you don't have such a chance. And how during this time when young boy has to mature so much faster than he would deserve, he could find the reason why he's still fighting. What could end this fight? How could he be happy and get home? And this is the story from this book which we really wanted to tell.
0: There are so many layers to the story. Not only is it a war, the the so-called war to end all wars, which is what World War I was called, But it was also this great clash of civilizations uh the ottoman empire was collapsing for so many things this is the beginning of the russian revolution which all of these things are multilateral but in addition to that there's the personal side his family his father was was an officer in the latvian army and there was this connection he had through that he was in love there is this all these different elements in the story and i thought you pulled them together exceedingly well uh, but I would like to talk a little bit about Latvian history and the relationship it had to Russia during this period of time. Yeah. Not, you know, not to do too deep of a dive, but I think it's important for us here here in the United States. We understand sure. so little about the Baltics and states and what ha- what's that sort of history. It's very it's complicated, but it's very important to telling this story, isn't it?
1: Yeah, sure because uh, this also for Latvia was the time when Latvia and many other countries re- got their independence for the first time because uh, of course they're like Baltic nations and Latvians were for, forever but, uh, but uh, many countries <laughs> went through Latvians and we never got our independence till the first world war gave this Chance. And by that time, we were under Russian Empire. We started the war together with Russian Empire. And of course, Tar was like a god for many of people. And, and we, we felt everybody felt that he's invincible, but it took like a couple of days <laughs> for, for the Germans to show his place. And, uh, and that gave actually the chance for Latvians, which was impossible by the time because it was huge Russification. People were forbidden to talk Latvian in schools or even in the breaks. But though they understood that that some battalions of Latvians could fight for Latvia a little bit with more motivation. So this was the first chance for Latvians to make their own units. And during fighting in those units, they realized that we are much stronger than their people are telling. And this is the usual propaganda. If you hear the propaganda telling something to you, it most likely means that this is the one moment when people are afraid of and so they realized that the tsar is just using them and then decided to work together with communists which is again something very interesting but this when one moment you realize that working with communists is more about ideology nothing about returning home will be happy and only then this uh, this common man understands this 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 truth of the freedom and the truth of the freedom is that uh, nobody else would actually take care about you and your family, about your home than yourself. And the only way how can you be happy is actually to be free in your own country and you, you should take care about yourself. And when you get this acknowledgement of your own power and need for freedom, you're almost <laughs> invincible again. And, and this is what happened during those wars, uh, what, what actually put the end in the war in Latvia. Because we somehow managed to, to fight for even one more longer than Great War ended in the other world. Yeah, because everybody was fighting who will govern this region. Yeah. So this is very difficult history even for Latvian during the time. But but the, the, for, for me, it was this uh, very important. How can young boy during those fights try to uh, they don't have such like tv stations promote radios they can't go to internet and analyze cuz currently you're just lazy if you don't analyze but but then it's impossible and during those times to somehow understand what's the reasoning what to fight for uh what can bring you to 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 home back home that that was huge huge thing yeah
0: so fascinating part of a blizzard of souls is how tied up this history of, of Latvia is. And is it fair to say that this particular moment in history for the Latvian people is what sort of carries through to their independence to today? Is that where well a lot of that pride of nation and their breaking away from what was the Soviet Union and now into their own countries? Is is it fair to say that this is kind of an origin story for all of that?
1: Uh, we could say so because because this time gave the belief that uh, that if people want they are strong that they can fight for their land that they can own their own they can govern their own country that you don't have don't need the help from somebody else to, to govern your country and to right. be good at your own. yeah yeah this was very important time for for understanding the wars of the free the, the yeah the wars of the freedom that's the one of the main reasoning why this uh, book was forbidden for so many years for right. a whole generation. Why where those riflemen who were fighting during those days, they never got goodbyes because uh, uh, during Soviet time, even if they survived, uh, nobody was telling about them or what they did and what they sacrificed yeah.
0: One of minor listeners was speaking with the uh, director of this terrific new film called Blizzard of Souls. And we're speaking with Sintar Dreybergs, and he is uh, the director of uh, of the film. And it is going to be out on the Film Movement website. Uh, if you are interested in pursuing this, uh, they are a Facebook as well, at Twitter, at uh, Film Movement, and Instagram as well. So there are many ways for you to look this up and and check this out, because not only are war films a difficult shoot, a difficult film to make, But you picked one of the harder wars in some ways, World War I, to to film. And this, one of the towering achievements of this film is your ability to put us inside in this very intimate way in the battles that we see going on in ways that are... Are it's exceptionally well done in that regard to feel the battle around you, but particularly as told from the point of view of Artur's, who is going through as a 16-year-old boy growing up in an crazy, insane way of growing up is how, how he experienced this part of his life. You're cinematographer. I think we need to talk about how you shot the film and the and the look of this film, it is it is outstanding. So talk a little bit about your relationship to the look of the film, the tone and the look of the film and and your cinematography.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh together with cinematographer, we we worked together before, and because we worked only in documentary. This is my debut movie. And uh, the thing we were talking from very beginning how to make this movie. One thing is um, the story, I think, always dictates the way how you should tell it. Because for me, and also for 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 him, it, the the main thing is for the story to get through. But of course, we are in in crazy situation where you, I think, you very much understanding what are the budgets of the war film. But we don't have even two millions of US dollars for for to make the whole movie. So, uh, but so we took it together and and realized that in the book in all the memories of soldiers, of uh, and, uh, and even in pictures or, or some letters, you always see that they are very confused they don't have this overlook which we have after a couple of years that those were the good guys those were the bad guys this was the meaning of this battle they are not understanding this they're just grasping some information and trying to in that moment to realize what to do and I I read amazing episode that the person was fighting for three days Uh, very important this Christmas fights snow it's cold he's shooting he can die in every second but he's so tired that he fell asleep so when he wakes up, he has no idea they won or they lost. So he wanders around the forest. He finds another guy, same as him, also wandering around. So after a while, there are many of them walking around trying to understand what's happening. And such stories gave this understanding that for the private, this war is so confusing. And this is the way how we want to tell it. And i hope that a normal audience does not see it but we actually made a film in just three three shots it's whether uh, it's always uh, about the main protagonist if artos is here camera is here if he's in the room cameras in the room and we whether we see him or what he is seeing if somebody is shooting just around the corner of course he's not going and asking what's happening there it's dangerous so we have to guess what's going on there. What's happening behind that corner, in that fog, uh, uh, over that trenches? This is what we have to guess together with the main protagonist. And this thing, we decided together that this visual style together with some wider lenses, so you can also look around and try to see <laughs> so maybe some new information, is the, the closest thing how we can give the experience of the private soldier. And this would be the way how we will make whole movie. Uh, That that felt risky, but we decided so we should do it. That's the truthful thing, how to do it.
0: Well, it came out beautifully and told from his point of view. And all of the things that he's going through, he's not only is he volunteers to to sign up for this as a 16-year-old. They didn't want to take him initially, but his father is a decorated soldier in Latvia, and so they bring him in he's got a brother his father he's leaving the girl he leaves behind he's six he's just a young man like any young man trying to figure out life and all of a sudden he finds himself being shot at and he sees the horrors of war and it, it it's all of, it's you know again I, I think before we started our conversation um, online here that uh, it's an anti-war film but it's it feels, I feel like I'm selling it short to, to say it that way. It just shows the horrors of war in, in a very realistic way. And you can take from that what you want if you're a viewer, you can. And that's the thing about this. You, there are so many different things to explore in this film. I, I It's really a, a quite an accomplishment. And you, you said you did this for about two less than two million American dollars it looks like one of those David lean kind of movies almost it it has this historic sweep to it that it really really it's beautiful it's a beautiful film to watch
1: I I really like that you're also confused in this war or anti war uh, because I really cannot imagine how can you make war movie and it is if it's truthful, and it's not anti-war movie, because war is never a solution, that's a lose-lose situation always, and all those directors who are making war movies as something glorious and beautiful and nice, blowing stuff, and it, it's, it's heroic guys going through, they are they're doing such a bad job. It's just so bad thing for anyone to, to actually, it, it, it's nonsense that we are living in 21st century and somebody is still considering that war could be solution and we have to pay money for pe- people to still be militarized. It, this is so sad, but I am sitting currently under like 1,000 1, miles away from here as people are shooting each other and this is, this is crazy and I, I really hope i think if you make movie about war it's important to show how it is to kill how it is to feel afterwards how it's to find your girlfriend after one after mm-hmm. after such things this is so important personal things and if you can associate with my main protagonist i, I hope the audience could really more more understand and remind i would say not understand yeah remind ourselves that. Uh, all those people who are are, are are asking for violence are think or still seeing it as a solution, they're just crazy.
0: Well, in my opinion, absolutely, I absolutely could not agree with you more. To me, war is a manifestation of a total failure. It's yes, failure. Absolutely. It is is our physical manifestation of failure, is that is, is how I look at war. I couldn't agree more with what you were saying. And one last thing, um, this has sort of been a pet peeve of mine for a for a while, and this be, I'll leave it with this. World War One, to me, is is one of the wars in is certainly affecting the world that was never really resolved. And we're still seeing it play out around the world, whether it be the collapse in the Middle East of the, the British Empire, whatever it might be, whether it be the effect on the Soviet Union that became the collapse. All of these things play out in many ways. World War II was a direct result of the failure of World War I. So many things that we deal with to this day are a direct result of what happened in World War I. And I'm so glad that you took the time to highlight this war, because I do think it's an important historic lesson for many, many reasons.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Thank you. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. One of the reasons to make it. Yeah.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much for your time today. The film, again, is called Blizzards of Soul. And we've been speaking with Zintar Brooks and the, he's the director of the film. And uh, my, it's been an honor to have you on and I hope you'll come back when you have a new project. I look forward to your work. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed this conversation a lot, yeah. Thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films.